Everyday, ordinary people living extraordinary lives. For the next few minutes, join me as I introduce you to some of them. I am really passionate about business growth. So that allows me to understand my clients. I'm B. Moore, and welcome to 52 Conversations. The American Dream. Oftentimes, this is defined as the idea that anyone living in this country, regardless of their background, can excel and do well. I'd like to introduce you to someone maximizing this ideal, not only for herself, but for others as well. My name is Gabriela Escalante. I am the founder of EB Active and a business consultant at the Southside Innovation Center. Thank you, Gabriela, for joining me today. Gabriela, you attended Syracuse University, but you're from El Salvador. Tell me what it's been like in terms of, you know, kind of your background growing up in El Salvador and coming to the States to attend school. Absolutely. Yeah. First of all, thank you so much for having me here. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, my background in El Salvador. So El Salvador, it's a country in Central America really small country with amazing people and beautiful nature. Um, I come from a business background. My parents had a corporate training company that I was part of. And I've always been part of entrepreneurship. And when I graduated high school, I had an event planning company. After that, I had a light-up t-shirt company um, I knew I wanted to study entrepreneurship, which is why I applied to Syracuse University. After helping out my parents with their company, um, we decided that it was time for me to go to college. And I applied, I got in, and then I decided to move. And you got accepted at Syracuse University. Yes. Very prestigious school in the country. And, you know, but you had to leave your country to do that. And tell me some of what that meant for you in terms of having to leave leave your parents, leave your family, and come to Syracuse, uh, New York, so far away from home. Right, absolutely. Um, so, I was basically um, going away with a dream in mind, okay? I knew I wanted to study entrepreneurship. I knew I wanted to start my company here. So, even thought it was extremely hard, and I was basically leaving behind everything that I've cared of and everything I love, including my culture, my family, my friends, everything I knew, even the first language, it was going to be a huge challenge. Um, now, this dream meant so much for me that that was okay. So I knew the reward, um, which is what I was going for, was going to be worth it. So it's been difficult. Um, at times I get really like homesick and I miss having obviously like my family around me and the things I know but I've been able to um, you know I've been able to fall in love with the culture here and learn different ways of doing things and I think it's a blessing to have two cultures and decide what are the things that I want to take from each and incorporate them into my life. 
tell me about some of those things that you've kind of gained uh, in terms of that what that's been new to you that's you've been introduced to since you've come into the states and uh, some of the things that you have brought with you you know from El Salvador into what you're doing now absolutely so we're talking about two different societies so El Salvador is a really collective society where everyone's there for each other is all the time in fact sometimes we might even act entitled to being supported by others now I come here and it's a really individualistic society where we're all caring about doing more and accomplishing things and, and taking care about ourselves I think there's both advantages and disadvantages to to both of those cultures. Now, when I was back in El Salvador, I always cared about accomplishing and I always cared about doing more and about being able to inspire more people and show that whatever your dream is, you can accomplish it if you really just set up an action plan and, and you know and move on. So that's something I've always cared. So in a way it didn't really fit in with the culture back in El Salvador. And I've noticed that oh, again and again and again and again as I was growing up, so I never felt like I completely belong to the culture itself. Now, that's something I admire, and, and I think it's important. And I think that when we go for the things that we want, we are able to live a, a more fulfilling life. And that translates into giving more, wanting more for others, into being able to inspire. And I think that's extremely important for me. Now, one thing that I absolutely love about my culture is the part of being collective, of like caring about others. So I think that something I've decided to take in as part of my personality is the, hey, I want to do so much in my life, but I want to bring you with me. and. It's really easy for me to see myself in others and see others in me. So that allows me to want the best for the people that surround me. Who are your role models? Who are the people that you aspire to be like, uh, either from El Salvador or either from the U.S.? Okay, so this is going to be a really corny answer, but it's my mother. <laughs> she's honestly, she's my best friend. And she's someone I really admire. Um, she's a really driven, kind individual. And honestly, that's, that's what I aspire to be. I wake up every morning and I know for a fact that I want to be as kind as I can and that I also want to be driven um, to go for the things I want. Any other role models? Mom is a great role model to have, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Um, so my supervisor here, um, Aljava, he's, he's another individual who've accomplished a lot in his life and who's also really kind. And honestly, like I said, those are two things that I really value. Um, I learn so much from him every day. Like we're having a meeting, we're just having a regular conversation, and just the way he does things and like he cares about making an impact. Um, that's, that's definitely someone I aspire to be. Um, I can think about a few different mentors. I, I don't think I have one person specifically that I would say is my only role model. I think I have a few and 
it's easy for me to see and find something I admire from people. So if you were to give me a list, I am 100% sure that I can find at least one thing that I admire of every person I meet. Wow, that's wonderful. And that's a wonderful quality to have. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, you made the transition from being a student at Syracuse University, and you are a very accomplished student. You just mentioned to me a couple of the awards that you received during your time there as a student, uh, Syracuse University Entrepreneur of the Year. Uh, you also received a WISE Award uh, called the Syracuse Faces of Success. So you were very accomplished as a student, very determined, obviously, and you've transitioned from that to your role now at the Southside Innovation Center. So tell us a little bit about that, those roles, those accomplishments, and the transition to your role now. Right. Um, so actually, both of the awards, I wasn't really expecting them. It, it just kind of happened. Um, I tried to do my best, and of course, those are the results. Um, Entrepreneur Student of the Year, when that was given to me, um, I was starting out with my business, EV Active. And one of the reasons I was told I was given that was because they saw this entrepreneurship mindset in me. And not just in terms of starting out a business, because I want to be really clear here, I don't think entrepreneurs are always business owners. Now, I think entrepreneurship is a mindset of growth and development. So one of the things they saw, and, and it's obviously like something I try, was to see a problem and find a solution, right? Um, find a way of growth, whether it is for others, the place I'm working at, or myself which I think it's actually all correlated, so it makes sense. Um, and then the wise award, it, like, it was, I got an email out of the summer, and I'm like, hey, you're going to get this award. Um, we need you to be here, and we'll be happy to give it to you. Of course, I took a few pictures, sent them to my mom, and she was really proud. And, you know, that, that was more than enough for me. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And it's great to hear that you're, you're still in contact with home. Have you had the opportunity to go home and visit? Yes, I've been a few times. Um, last time I was there was over a year ago, so I'm excited because my mom will be here in a few weeks. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. So tell us, and it sounds like you, you've been starting businesses, you know, even you know, while you were in El Salvador. Tell us about you know, some of those businesses along the way and, and your most recent venture. Absolutely. So my first business was an event planning company. And it was me and my best friend. Um, we recently graduated high school at that point. We actually started out with the plans while in high school. Uh, but then I graduated, she graduated at the same time. And we thought it would be really fun to put together birthday parties for kids with a dim. So we had like a little farm and uh, she, she, like her family had all these farm animals. So it was like really easy for us to make that work. Um, and then we came up with a few more themes as we went. Now, we started with those birthday parties, but then we realized that um, event planning is something that can expand so much. So we ended up by the end of year one doing corporate events for 600 people or more. Um, when I experienced that, seeing a company grow out of scratch, that's when I said, this is amazing. This is what I want to live over and over and over again in my life. Um, I think that was probably the time I found out I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, after that, we closed operations because we both had to go to college. 
I actually started going to college in El Salvador for a while. Um, then I traveled, I became an au pair. Um, my dream was to go to school here. That was like one of my first things that I really wanted. Now, my parents were really clear and they're like, hey, we can't really afford it. So one of the things my mom told me was like, why don't you work for the company, we make it grow and then you can go. <laughs> and I can't take credit for making their company grow, of course, but I helped and I did what I could and I did what I was, what I was asked to do and I learned a lot in the process. Um, a few years later, started out um, Electrobeats, which was a light-up t-shirt company back in El Salvador. Um, had the company for about a year when my mom approached me and she's like, hey, if you want to go study, now is the time. We can do it. And yeah, and then I did. At that time I was working for both my mom and myself with the company. And when I moved here, I kept my business opening for, open for a while. I used to Skype every Friday with four people that I had working for me. And um, eventually, because I wasn't there, profits started going down. I thought about bringing the same business model. Now that was not going to work because I had way too many competitors here. So um, came up with something else. Like now um, I have EB Active, which is also light up, but in this case is specifically tailored for runners, cyclists, and pedestrians' safety. So our first product is a light up bracelet that can either flash or it could be just like a one glow. Um, that obviously people can utilize early in the morning or late at night so they can be seen. If an individual wanted to find out more about EB Active, how would they go about doing so? Alright, so they can go to www.ebactive.com and they're all, they are also for sale at uh, J. Michael Shoes on Marshall Street near Syracuse University and then on Erie Boulevard at the Syracuse Bicycle Shop. So, you, you have these businesses that you, you've grown and have, have really, and, and it's just amazing to hear that at, even at a high school, two fresh out of high school students, you and your friend, were able to get that business up and off the ground to the point where, and grow it, such that you're now working with what I guess would be the, the equivalent of Fortune 500 businesses in El Salvador and doing operations and conducting business with them and for them. Right. That's, that's awesome, I think. I Thank think. you. I, I think it's amazing. It was definitely one of uh, the best experiences of my life. And I am not specifically referring to what we were doing, but mostly the experience of growing a company that's starting out. I think that's that really fascinates me and that really gets me motivated and that really allows me to inspire others to go through that process. Um, I was at a conference um, in Tampa this past weekend and the Redbox founder, he was one of the uh, people who were, he was one of the speakers at the conference, the Redbox founder. And um, one of the things he said was that he would give up anything to be any of the people in the room just to go through the journey again. And I can totally relate to that. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's exciting. So you're here at the Southside Innovation Center and you're helping others basically fulfill what you've been able to fulfill in your life at such a young age. And, and that's wonderful. Tell me what that's like in terms of your role here. Absolutely. Um, as you know, I am really passionate about business growth. 
So that allows me to understand my clients. That allows me to want the best for them, to try to figure out what the best business model, the marketing strategy um, is that would apply for their target market specifically or their audience or whoever they're selling a product or a service to. It's really energizing to me to talk to so many different people every day and learn about their passion and their ideas. And because I know what it feels like to come up with a business idea, set up a plan and go after it, I want them to go through that process. Like, it's amazing. I want them to live the process and I want them to really be able to accomplish their goals and their dreams. Tell me about some of your success stories. Who would you point to in terms of some of the local businesses that you could say, I had a part in that success. I had a part in getting that business up and going and off the ground and I'm just really so happy or I'm so excited for this up and coming entrepreneur that I see so much talent and ability and you see it starting to come alive. Right, absolutely. One of my clients, uh, she started out her line of food products. Her business name is Farmer's Street Pantry. And when she approached me, she was really, she was thinking about it. And she didn't have a business plan or anything at that point. Now, she's already been to a few um, events with her food and been able to do like samples and stuff. And she's almost already to the process to have her um, food like up in the shelves in different places. And it's, you know, it's really, yeah. Oh, very um, that's one that I can also think about this other client who at that time she was working for a company. Now she decided that she wanted to put her own practice and we did a feasibility analysis, we looked at the budget, we looked at where she could be able to get clients and now she had her own, um, her practice is a social worker. So she had her own practice for a while and she absolutely loves it and it's really rewarding to me. Um, another one of my clients started out a restaurant in Fayetteville, it's called Pasta Fisher. So same thing, we went through the whole process, um, created business plan, did the feasibility analysis, then she and her sister have been featured in a bunch of articles through Syracuse.com and things like that and it's, I absolutely love to see how uh, clients are growing and, you know. How do you like Syracuse, New York, I mean, and how would you compare it to San Salvador, is it? The... I grew up in San Salvador, that's right, that's the capital. Well, weather's a big thing. <laughs> San Salvador is always like 75, 80. You know how Syracuse is. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I kind of like going through the um, different type of weather, though. I think that gives it something special, so I like that. Um, like I said, culture is really different. The way to conduct business is different um, in terms of how the audience want to be talked to, in terms of the best practices for business. And um, I've really enjoyed the process of getting to know people better, getting to know the market better, of being able to serve a different market with products and services. Interesting. And I, I continuously learn more as I go. Just give me one example of something that would be done as a best business practice in El Salvador versus maybe what would be considered a 
best business practice here in the U.S. Okay. We're going to start with something little. I'll tell you two things. So, punctuality. In El Salvador, it's normal to be between 10 and 20 minutes late to any meeting or any place you're going, even if it's business. That's not something you see here. Also, relationship with your clients. In El Salvador, I've found that it's extremely important to build a personal relationship before the professional relationship. And that might take a while. And you are expected to and almost required to in order to move forward with business. And that's a reflection of the culture, I would think, that that would kind of feed more into... Into the I care about you, you care about me, let's do things for each other, yeah. Okay. A wonderful way to conduct business. And I think there's there's a lot of successful individuals here in, these, in the States that kind of have that approach. That, that approach and that outlook. Some could be much more personable. And it's right. the personal trust that sometimes makes the difference, especially in small places, smaller locales like a Syracuse, New Absolutely. York. I think so, too. So what does the future hold for yourself, Gabriella, in terms of what is it that you would like to to do going forward. Right. Well, I'll continue to do what I love, growing businesses and helping others grow businesses. We know that you're doing very well and wish you well in, in terms of not only your own business venture, but also in seeing the success of other business ventures that you have played a part in developing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the program. It's my pleasure. To learn more about the Entrepreneurship Assistance Program, you can go to the Southside Innovation Center website at www.southsideinnovation.org or call 315-443-8631. 52 Conversations is a production of More About You. Join us next time.